Hola. What up, what up, what up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Copy that. Cool. I'm officially in the dungeon, which is also the closet. Um, don't all great rappers um, start off in the closet if they don't have a basement? Um, I don't know, but R. Kelly made a whole lot of money from it. That was genius, okay? <laughs> he turned the whole closet thing after, like, part six or seven. Then that's all. Like, okay. weird. But, like, we would be waiting by making sure we had the radio to hear the next what? part. It, was, it wasn't no extra. It wasn't, like, no Netflix where you could just, like, speed ahead. No, you had to wait for them different ones to drop on the radio at a time. And imagine... When you listen to it and you're getting ready for the next one and they play like the rerun, I'm like, oh, come on. I thought we was listening to that guy. Why? Yeah, they, they definitely played me. But I think when it was when it got to the midget, midget, I was like, right. Yeah. Okay. The midget okay. thing. No offense to any midget that mm-hmm. might be listening to our podcast or little person or little person. Ooh, whatever what whatever's the PC version. Um the PC version. Cause you I know, don't I don't know anymore. There's so many names for everything. Like everything and everybody. Right. Midgets and um what is it, fun size people. They 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 like some let me not say they. There's some girls that used to flirt. It's like I'm fun size. Yeah, but that was but like, but, it, but, that if, was like but if we call girls. you but if we call you a midget, because basically they are like legally, they might be an inch off type of deal. Look, but if we called you a midget, you feel some type of way. I've never had that issue, nor do I see it in my future. So, well, on that note, hello everybody, welcome to Cake and Convos. Hey, people, what y'all doing? Staying healthy, I hope. Yeah, please stay healthy out here. Like it's not gone. Can I? It's not gone, y'all. It's still here. And it's funny. Um, well, I started a new job. Uh, well, bam, 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 bam. It's more like... Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Is that from... Uh, what is it from? Is that from the quick game show? Is that from? Let's make a deal. It's from a couple. I don't know. But it's a job. You know, I'm not... Not everyone has a job at this point. So... In a pandemic. Right. So... Um, Meeting coworkers, it's been so long since I'd like talked to different people. When I say talk to different people, like face to face interaction, like, hey, tell me about your life. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and the industry I'm in, they're either super hardcore people or it's just like some older mom that's just trying to stay in the workforce type of deal. So, like, kids our age, and it's just like, okay. Kids our age? That's what they would say, right? Yeah, you're right. So, she was, we were talking about anything and everything, and weird, it was just so weird to be in that interaction, because it's just like, it's not that I wanted to just straight up do my work, because I'm in this weird in-between time where, I'm still trying to figure out the system, so there's not really work for me to do. But um, 
Yeah. So it was kind of almost like a shadowing type of thing. And she was like, so what do you feel about the flu shot? How do you feel about that? Oh, okay. (laughs) Since everything is like politicized now, like, how do you feel about the flu shot? And I'm like, dang, part of me in my head is like, okay, so we're getting into politics. Like, dang, Cheryl, this quick? Boy, seriously. So she's like, how do you feel? I'm like, Uh... what I feel is that I'm going to continue to take my vitamin C. And she's like, good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm so pro taking my vitamin C. And she just started rambling about like vitamins that she makes sure her kids take. And I'm just like, oh, I did not know that would open that door. Uh, When she was like, good answer, you should have known it was coming. Something was coming. Yeah. Mm. Something. I I have to learn how to talk to other people again i guess i don't i don't know and it's funny because it's an industry where you are always talking to new people so it's not that it's a bad thing but it's the whole co-worker thing that i'm like oh this is different especially co-workers that are the same age as my mom how nice you know that mean that was like your job or really have you talking to people that's like 60 at your own job that would be like your best friend you're like dang bertha I didn't think about it like that. You're right. It's like, man, where's Charlie at? Oh, Charlie had a doctor's appointment? Oh, okay, that's what's up. You know if he's coming in? I'll catch him when he come back. All right. But you did that's... make me think about why you were doing training. Yeah. With that, that, um, that TikTok video, I was like, you ain't really supposed to do it like this, but this is how I do it. <laughs> why, why are black people like this? Actually, I don't want to just say black people, but... I, I I catch myself doing that. All the time. Because, like, sometimes it just don't... It, it's not practical. Some of the stuff that's asked is not practical. And if we actually doing a job, you'll learn, like, a more efficient way to do stuff. It just happens like that. Yeah, it's like they're trying to give the, the cheat code of how to do it. But then um, management comes in. It's like, hey, guys, you're doing real great. Keep up the good work, but our productivity is down by 40%. So we need to pick it back up before the fourth quarter. Womp womp. It's like, but Kanisha told me this is how we're supposed to do it. Because I think it's it's sometimes technically like you're not supposed to like put to do it this way. Right. That's not the company's way. But I mean, if they do it, you can't stop them for real. I saw a comment under a TikTok like that. They're like, as long as there's no liabilities. I don't see a problem. I was like, oh, you got a point. I'm just saying. Is the job yep. getting done? Is it unethical? Then I tune, tune in and find out. Buy the next pay period. <laughs> oh, you'll definitely find out about that pay period. Okay? okay. Right. If you didn't know, now you know. So. Yep. I will introduce this ingredient this time because I've always been alley-ooping it to you. I'll give you, give you a day off. So, ladies and gentlemen, the ingredient today is raisins. Ding, 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 ding. It's raisins. I don't know. Maybe that works. Maybe. So, what's so special about raisins? Why raisins in this type of cake? This mashup of a cake. Mashup of a cake. So, 
I don't know if you guys heard this saying, but basically, raisins are just dried up grapes. And right now, mm-hmm. I feel a little dried up. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't, let me not necessarily say me, but my support system, or I'm going to say particularly the women around me are dried up and it doesn't and that sounds really bad but I say mean, drained drained yes drained um I'm not gonna say any names but it's been hard out there for women recently hmm. like and it's something so bad that it's like you really can't ignore I'm not talking about the girls that live on social media and they have their 12-step program for you to make six figures with this link in my bio. I'm talking about the people that are unemployed, married, mothers, maybe a combination. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's been, it's been tough. Like, hearing the stories and seeing literally, like, I, I say this because my wife, she was upset about um, the Breonna Taylor case. Yeah. And it, she was like, this hit me on multiple sides, not just as a woman, black woman, her profession. Like, it just hit her in multiple ways. And I'm just like, dang. Because you, I think as a black woman, it's like um, anything happens to a person who looks like you, similar background, even if it's not the same background, just a black woman. You are, com- she was completely in the right. Like, there was nothing she did wrong. There was nothing she did wrong, yet she does not get any justice. And you think about it like, this could happen to me. This could happen to my family. It's not right, and you want to do something, but what do you do when you're fighting a machine? What do you do? And you get, you feel like not even defeated, just like deflated. Right. It's just, it's just, I I really (laughs) haven't even been able to comprehend was going on what i do notice is that before this announcement they were barricading parts of louisville for when right. the announcement um, happens so you, you already know that, you you're right when you do that you know what you're gonna do you know you know what i'm saying you know what your outcome is gonna be or you know what your decision was that's what i'm trying to say like you know what your decision was and you know the backlash that the decision is gonna cause so instead of just I don't know, making it right, you decide to do what you want to do anyways. That's what I feel about what's going on with coronavirus. Like, instead of really trying to eradicate it or, like, minimize its effect, everybody was too busy with, like, oh, well, we need some money coming into the country. We need money. We need this. We need this. We need this. Instead of really trying to work on the root problem, everybody just tries to adapt to the change and make it work for them. It's kind of like an older person who's set in their ways. Instead of learning new things and developing with the times you try to make the times fit you and sometimes it don't work and right now we're seeing it's not working it's a lot going on and like it's forcing people to get out of comfort zones it's forcing people to like face a lot of things and like it's also showing other people who are disadvantages that sometimes you just don't matter to other people your opinion your health your life your justice does not matter. So there's a lot of just deflated people out here right now. I look at, when I go to work, I see people's faces and they look drained. Like, 
and it's like seven o'clock in the morning. Well, seven o'clock. Well, obviously you're in the education field, so that's different. I was gonna say people don't sleep well. It's gonna it's gonna show on your face. But, that's true. But I mean, like drain. Like you look like you worked a whole. You worked the whole shift already. Sheesh. Not it's not sleepy. I'm not seeing sleepy. I'm seeing just like almost defeated. And it's a lot of stuff that I can say that I, I would know. like to say, but I don't know. I just wish. I wish a lot of things. And like when you're the head of something, you make the best decision that you can make at the time. So uh, my hats off to everybody who has to make those hard decisions. And you can't please everybody, but I wish we would try to look at what made sense. Yeah. Um, you're, you're right. But the thing is, is that it's not, people cannot simplify what makes sense when such and such is in their ear, when you have to make sure you do this or else you're going to catch hell at your job or the people that are supposed to protect you are not going to protect you if you don't make the quote-unquote right decision for them. I mean, this officer, one out of three, got charged with a Class D felony for spraying up this apartment. Do you know what is equivalent to a Class D felony? I actually don't. Please enlighten me. For example, an equivalent to a Class D felony is shoplifting. (laughs) Yes. So... He basically, let's say he got charged for shoplifting and these people don't necessarily have to serve a sentence. They don't have to necessarily go to jail. So when this guy took it to the grand jury, the go- it's the governor, I'm guessing. Anyway. Of, of the, Kentucky? Yes. Um, he gave it to a grand jury so he don't have to necessarily deal with those consequences he can just say well the grand jury made this decision and my heart is broken and blah 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 well he didn't even say that that's not what he said what did he say he was like he was basically saying people from the outside such as celebrities or influencers um were gonna say that this wasn't right but they don't live in kentucky and the way he was reading it I'm telling you the truth. I was like, does he even believe this? No. But he knows what he needs to say. And um, certain politicians, is that's why they have terms like scripted and unscripted, right? Because they have to say what they need to say based on their constituents and based on who's actually going to view this, right? But off camera, I'm pretty sure it's a completely different thing. But... In reality, it's all about like job security, making sure you get get through the day type of thing. Uh, yeah. So I understand why job security would be a mindset of theirs, but they're also dealing with real life people, and they have to manage people in like society. So yeah, you got to think of one thing like yourself, but in the grand scheme of things, you are thinking about the citizens of the United States. Well, you got to think about it. Do people view, like, when you're in charge, do you see people or do you see workers or do you see numbers? It depends on who's in leadership because they you can be yourself as a person. I think I'm a person. 
But if whoever is making the decisions, they see me as a number, that means I'm replaceable. So my livelihood is not their concern. Yeah, that's true. I also believe it all depends on the season, literally like election season, where it's like, oh, we're people. But once you get that five-time incumbent elected again, it's just like, oh, well, all right, turn off. People are done. You're just a name on a piece of paper or a name on a T-shirt or a hashtag or whatever you want to call it. I think that's what's like so hard is like these names on a shirt or these hashtags are like actual people who live lives, who people care about. And like, that's what they are now. Like people won't remember them for, you know, what they, what else they could have did or something. They remember them and what happened to them. Not who they were, but like what happened. To them. Their defining moment in their life was the end of something their life. Something that was not in their control. Right. Like, it's just... It's so tough. It's a lot. So, like, if we, like, it's a lot. And, like, I think the older we get, the more we realize, like, it ain't sweet, bro. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no Saturday morning cartoons going to block out all this stuff. We can live in nostalgia for only so long. That's true. Because it wasn't like stuff was better when we were kids. We just weren't aware of what was going on because we were kids. (laughs) I feel like they also were able to mask it well. Now it's like people just don't care. And I'm not going to say it's based off of uh, the presidency, but uh, now people are just, they just, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what wing you are, right or left or whatever. It's like people are so, okay, you have to go this way. And you have to believe these things and follow these people on IG and believe everything I believe or else you're just you're just not like a person anymore. People are just reacting and it's based off of all the extremes that they've been seeing. Well, I mean, it goes to like people being desensitized and and like um, flooded with information that you just kind of like, eh, something else bad is happening. That's cool. When it was just like, kids shouldn't be like, understanding a lot of stuff that's going on but yeah they they they, they do it's the world we live in now i feel like it's always been that way it's always been some kids who just knew stuff a little bit early but now it just seems like even the shelter kids are getting exposed oh yeah um something that when my wife was younger because i always bring her up because she's just that cool um yes. her parents were like okay watch the news and tell me what happened in the news today Oh, really? And she was, like, young. Like, describe to me what's going on in the news. Because they felt like it was important for kids to have an awareness of what's going on in the world. It's not just go to school, play outside, and come back. And I feel like this generation now, like, the younger generation, they're kind of getting a sense of that, or at least getting the stress of it. Because when their parents or their guardians or whoever is getting stressed out, they're feeling the stress too. So then they, they're, of course, inquisitive and they want to know why. And this stuff comes out one way or another. But as a raisin... Mm-hmm. <laughs> to a raisin back, in the sun. As, to tie it back all back in, you know, a raisin is dried up. But at the end of the day, 
it is useful. Some people actually enjoy raisins and like to eat them. It has so nutrients. It has nutrients. It's not like, okay, it's just gone or forgotten. What could be useful out of all this chaos, Pam, hmm. from recent events? What, what could be useful out of this? I think what could be useful out of all is, and I'm really thinking on this. Like, I'm legit thinking on it. I think the main thing that has been useful for me out of this chaos is to realize what is in front of you. Like, life doesn't wait. Time doesn't wait. We've all known that. But now we understand it because nobody wanted to leave the house and be safe and, and everybody and everybody wanted to stay safe. But some people, it wasn't feasible. So you had to adapt. I think adaptation right now, the most help for chaos. A lot of people are digging their heels in and it's not helping. And even though they they have a right to, Mm -hmm. it's like their right gets stripped away because the world goes on. So you have to learn how to adapt. So like um, I was in the house. I didn't want to go back to work. I had to go back to work. It was either go to work or not work. What do you do in those situations when life does not stop? Bills do not stop. You go off the grid, man. Okay. Go off the grid. Oh, okay. All right, man. Have you seen the have you seen like people go off the grid? And no, not like no not like haven't because they go off the grid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about people like that fall off, quote unquote. And like that, like actually, like get rid of technology and go live in the forest and yes, and minimize then, their carbon the, footprint. Those are the best interviews ever, because it'll be some random guy with a camcorder that's recording this guy. He doesn't even know what day it is. He doesn't know what time of day it is. He just built this thing called shelter, and he has his daily task of getting food. And collecting rainwater. And it's just... And he learned to adapt to his new environment. Oh, well, yeah. So even in complete solitude, people have to learn how to adapt. Right. So in this solitude, chaos, isolation, you have to learn to adapt for the better. Or else, you know, like like you said, time is going. Life is not stopping. And this is 2020 right now. Right. And decisions are being made, whether it's in your favor or not. <laughs> decisions are being made and we all have to live with those decisions. Um, on a side note, um, also along with the decisions, please register to vote. If you are not registered to vote, please go and register to vote. If there was ever a time, this will be the time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Y- use your voice. We are we are we are very quiet one one at a time, but all together we make a lot of noise. So let's do this thing together, y'all. So I'm glad you brought that up because I would say internally before when it comes to voting. Oh, you I get know, defeated. You get defeated. Like I know voting. I, I'm not going to give my complete voting history, but my mindset, <laughs> <laughs> my mindset on voting has changed once I actually seen the data because I was like, okay, what the heck is the point of electoral college? Does my vote matter or not? Right. And the concept of that was just so antiquated. But then it's just seeing the data of this past 2016 election, it's like people won by like hundreds of votes. 
Yeah, it wasn't because, like it wasn't like a oh, it was so close. No, they knew who they picked. Like literally hundreds of votes changed one thing that changed Everything. that state. <laughs> like that's was crazy. And then all these people that were eligible to vote and just did not vote. But I will say this, which is very important. Anyone can find an excuse not to vote. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll say President Obama said in John Lewis's um, funeral, he was like, voting needs to be a national holiday. And when he said it, I was just like, oh, my goodness. That would just literally solve everything. Because there's so many people that there's like, oh, I got work or oh, I got kids and oh, I got, oh, I got, you know. So if you have a national holiday, like don't take away voting absentee or voting early, whatever. But the actual voting day is a national holiday. There's literally no excuse because there's people that get discouraged when the line is kind of long. But it's because in the back of their head, they're thinking, Everything well, they got to do today. They got everything they got to do. They have to get back to work. They, they're they only trying to do this during their lunch break. And their lunch break, you know, the commute and, yeah, their boss isn't going to, is going to be tripping about it and all this stuff. So it, it makes sense for people to use that as an excuse. But as a national holiday, there's literally no excuse. And why haven't we done it yet? Because there's certain Did people, you? certain people do not want other people to vote simple as that because that could solve the problem but it's not necessarily the problem that everyone wants to solve mind you there's some elected people and i'm not even just saying about the president and the person running against who are in their 70s but other elected people why is everybody so old no exactly because they do not want to give up the reins of power Imagine you're in this position or you get to this position in your 60s and 70s, but yet the retirement age is 65 and now we have people that are pushing 80, running, working. They're working. Hard. Hard. Well, kind of. They're using taxpayer money to work hard. (laughs) So it's like, you can't, why would you give that up? But then it becomes like a huge gap where everyone's in their 60s and 70s and 80s. And then the new generation is like 30s. And then when it's time for them to give up positions, they either die or they're just crapping on the other person saying, this person's inexperienced, blah, blah, blah. How is he supposed to have experience when you never giving up your lifetime position? Listen, let me tell you something. I, this is my whole this is my whole thing about job searches and everything else. Everybody's looking for people with the experience. How do you get the experience unless you get the job? It's like a catch-22. Somebody has to give somebody a shot. That's the only way it works. Somebody has to give somebody a shot. Or you create your own shot somehow. I mean, yeah, you can create your own shot. I mean, it's I don't know how it would fare in a resume. Like, hey, I created this and I've been doing this for five years. It's like, mm, but did you get this certification that's only available through your work that you did not have ever? Ever. Like, 
that, that's tough. It's hard to progress, but we we must progress. And it's like, what do you do? What do you do? It's, it's interesting when it's like, you know that question of like, what do you want to do when I, when you grow up or when or when I grow up type of thing? Yeah. The older you get, the more sophisticated that question becomes. Sophisticated. Yes, this is what I mean. So simplistically, when you're five, let's just say you want to be some type of engineer, right? Mm-hmm. Engineer. What do you want to be when you grow up? An engineer. Then you get older, let's say high school, about to go to college. What do you want to be when you grow up? Whatever, civil engineer. And then you get through college, you're like, okay, what positions do you want? What type of position are you trying to go for? It's the same question. Over and over again. And then you finally get to that job or the you finally get to the, the interview. It's like, what do you aspire to be and why should this company pick you? And then you get that job and then you try to get this promotion or what are you what type of impact can you have? It's the same, same, essentially the same question. So now we have these people that have been running an office for decades or people that are way too old to be working and actually enjoying their lives. Now they're getting asked the same questions, just in a more sophisticated manner. Life is funny. Life is funny. And yet, here we are. That was a low-key rant. It's okay. uh, It happens. Yeah, raisins is hard to digest. But ladies and gentlemen, it is something that can still be useful even if it does feel dried out. So if you feel like you're burnt out, dried up, washed, whatever the kids are saying, and you do not feel like there's any use for you, there probably is some use for you. That probably there is use. Everybody everybody has a purpose. Even if it's small to you, your purpose impacts the people around you. Thank you, Raisins. You've made a difference. So go out there and be the best raisin you can be. Right, you know. Because we still need raisins. That's kind of good about raisins. Because, you know, you see it and you know what it used to be. It used to be a little bit more plump and lively and juicy. And now it's all dried up. But it still has purpose. Right. So even when you feel depleted and deflated, you still have purpose. Don't give up. Don't give up. Never. Um, Words of encouragement. I think we just said it. Keep being the best raising you can be. Don't give up. Things might look crazy, disappointing, but there's always a sunrise after a sunset. And insert whatever cute quote you saw on Instagram today because you're going to need it when you're feeling down in the dumps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, blah, 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 that's all, folks. <laughs> He's sleeping. He is sleeping. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. All right. Stay safe, everyone. Safe, peace, all that. All right.